<laughs> you know, <laughs> sensitive area. Yeah, I won't John. say much about that. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> well, because I mean, I, it's funny because in my mind, a lot of times people won't believe this, but I, I think a lot of things that I know I shouldn't say. And as soon as you said mm-hmm. diocese, the alarm does go yeah, off because yeah. you know you, now we're starting to discover all those heinous things. And I'm not a religious guy myself. I think I make that pretty clear, but I feel very bad for people who do enter that world with good intentions and try to spread love and then they have to fight against the evil that seems to permeate it when it comes to what happens with the diocese and Baptists and everybody like that and inappropriate right. behavior with kids. So that sucks that that happens, uh, but that is definitely what helps me stay away from organized religion, my dude. A great chat, man, and take care of yourself, all right? Yeah, you too, guys. Thanks, I'll man. talk to you later. Good talking to you. Now, you know, it's not very often we feel like we want to have conversations with people, but I feel like that's a guy who can call up and we can just have a conversation. Yeah, he's okay. Oh, I could I could have talked to him forever. We yeah. Talked about Pats, Bruins, what else is going on? It's just his whole life. Speaking of uh, conversations, can I impress you personally very quickly? Yeah, please. I saw a clip today of Dan Labatard's uh, upcoming Pat Riley conversation. Oh, yeah. He's got a new show coming out on uh, ESPN. It looks very interesting. The art of the conversation. Yeah. It's, and I'm not familiar with Dan Lebatard as a personality at all, but he looked. He was on SportsCenter this morning when I was on the treadmill, and he and they showed a couple of clips of him talking to Pat Riley. And I, I love Riles. Even though I was a Celtics fan, I love Pat Riley growing up. And uh, it looks like a good show. He's got a good presence. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because it's a lot about they, at least they'd be focusing on the fact that Pat Riley was so pissed when LeBron made the call to tell him he was leaving, like, yeah. like very upset. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. You're losing LeBron. So let's get to the story real quick because – Today's It's Okay, It's Not Okay, like everyone, brought to you by Italiano Insurance. Texas cops arrested a dude because he slapped a 12-year-old boy in the face. You would read that story and go, okay, it's never okay for a guy to slap a boy in the face. But what if that 12-year-old boy was bullying his stepdaughter? And what if he was saying her body is ugly, she's a transvestite, and he starts throwing ice cream at her, and then they pick up rocks. What happens then? Kids getting dropped. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not ever going to say it's okay to put your hands on a kid who is not yours. But I think, like Chris Rock said about OJ, I'm not saying it's okay, but I understand why he did it. I'm not saying that the law should change. This guy probably should go. You know, whatever punishment he's going to face is, right. is just. But I can't think that he did the wrong thing and i think most parents in that situation would would do something maybe not a slap to the face but it's okay um yeah the, I, I think what you're saying is it is okay and it's not legal we're not saying he shouldn't be prosecuted because he should was this dad there when the boy was throwing the rocks and the ice cream at her or did he hear about it and then did he go and try to find the kid and put his hands on him very good question so the mom I'm sorry, not the mom, his wife, who asked to remain anonymous, calls and asks for a ride home. So then this, they're, they're riding home, and they see this kid who had done this oh. at school to the daughter. So he shouts at the 12-year-old boy, slaps him across the face with an open hand. Okay, so here's my thing. Yep. If I'm there, and some kid's throwing rocks at my daughter right. and, and doing that, then I am going to, I'll... Do what I need to do. And if that includes putting my hands on a kid, I'll do it because that's my kid. Forget the law. But if you're going and finding this kid after the fact, it's not so – you're still angry, but it's not so much heat of the moment anymore. It's not so much like you're defending your daughter. I agree technically, but 
your blood is still boiling. Absolutely. And mentally, it's like you're still there because your daughter is saying, Dad, that's the guy that called me an ugly transvestite. Well, am I not led to believe that he had to go pick her up because of this event? That was the way it read to me. Like he was going to get her because of what had been happening, because of the bullying, because of... So it wasn't like it was... He heard this, and then days later, they kind of were in the heat of the moment, and that's why he was going to pick her up. All right, I'm fine with it. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Is this different if it's a if it's a boy picking on another boy? Is this a different scenario? I don't know. I, I Because I think we all as parents have that mama bear uh, tendency. I mean, once you start throwing rocks, boy, girl, I don't think it really yeah. matters anymore. A, a rock is a lethal projectile, and I'm standing my ground by slapping you in the face. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? <laughs> This is Gavin. Hey, Gavin, is it okay or not okay? We're not saying legal or illegal. We're saying is it okay or not okay to pop a kid in the face if he's throwing rocks at your daughter and calling her an ugly transvestite? I would typically say no, but uh, I don't know. I can understand uh, your emotions getting wet from you in a case like this. And, uh, you know, you doing anything to protect your daughter in a situation like this is pretty dangerous. Yeah, on the surface, it looks pretty horrible to say it's okay to do something like this. But I think anyone who has had a kid or taken care of a kid knows that what springs into action there. You know what, John? How about after the fact he threatened the boy and told him not to tell the police or he'd beat him up? Well, that's what you do. You got to I mean, you realize what you've done and then you have to resort to extreme tactics. Uh, Did you want to say anything else, sir? Were you done? I think that last part is when uh, reality comes crashing back up. You know what, guys? I never should have asked him if he was done. I thought it would be polite, yeah. trying to be a better and more congenial and accommodating host, and I paid for it with a guy I cut a break to saying the S word. I got burned. I tried to, for the first time in my career ever, say, were you done or did you have something else? That's why we should still be talking to the guy from Rhode Island. He would have never done that to he us. Wouldn't have. He wouldn't have accidentally well- slipped up. It, here's here's another part of it where I think maybe we can look at the law and, and find out if it's right or wrong. So this is going to be a felony. It's going to be a felony injury to a child. Like, should it not be taken into account that this little demon spawn was doing these terrible things to his daughter? That is not the job of the person who files the charges. The cops have to arrest him on something and they have to find a charge. Now, it's up to a judge and several attorneys to work out was this a crime of passion? Was this standing my ground, etc.? But the cops are doing their job when they say, by the letter of the law, if not the spirit, an adult struck a child on the face, leaving swelling and a mark. I'm telling you, this is this is different to me because it wasn't in that exact moment that he was there and did it. Correct. That some at least some even if it was the same day, at least some time had passed. It's the difference between you getting heated and shooting it, or you feeling like your life is threatened, shooting and killing someone, or you feeling like your life is threatened, going to get your gun and bringing it back and shooting and killing now, someone. Now, I still want to put my hands on the kid, even though some time has passed, but I have to talk myself through it. What's going to happen? Is it worth going to jail over? Is it worth my daughter coming to visit me in jail? Right. But if it's happening in the moment, I'm just going to defend her right there. Right. If it really is, he was going to pick her up because of what had happened with this kid, and then he gets her in the car, who knows if she's crying, if she's upset, and then you see the kid? To me, that's about as damn close as being in the yeah. moment as possible. Right. I'm no, I'm no good to my family in jail, though. That's the thing, is you have to always have the filter of, 
I'm no good to my family in jail. This arrest could ruin my entire life. Now, John, you would hope that the jury or whomever the judge goes, hey, listen, I get it. I have a, I have a daughter. I know what you're doing. I still have to punish you. But you're just you're leaving it up to chance at that well, point. You know, even worse than chance, you're leaving it up to people and their judgment. And I don't want to trust someone else's judgment. I may be. I mean, like you said, you're no good to your family when you're in jail. But at some point, I think I'm okay with the ramifications right. to slap that kid in the face. He's obviously has no idea of repercussions or consequences in real life. So I'm going to give him one, even if it means me going to jail at, for a minute. At that point, if it's after the fact, go home and kick that kid's dad's ass <laughs> yeah. or something. Right, yeah. right, because that's going to be less punitive, I would imagine. But to be honest, we're all parents here. Imagine the rage you'd feel knowing that some little scumbag who wasn't raised right by his parents, not because they didn't whoop him, but because they didn't teach him the value of being kind to people and being a decent human being. So you find out your daughter was called a transvestite and he threw ice cream at her, etc. And then you're driving home and then she goes, that's him right there. How many of us wouldn't be tempted to just turn that steering wheel over there a little bit? Oh, oh, the sun was right in my eyes. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> And see that kid there. Yeah, that'd be better. That'd be a better way to go. Much better way to solve it because wow. you know, dead men tell no tales. Well, it's getting very dark now. So, I mean, look, yeah. I'm just representing the viewpoint of most. I mean, that's the thing. In that moment, yeah. In that moment, yeah. as a parent, and I'm not one, but I just like that kid's got to die. Yeah. <laughs> I think you walk. Maybe walk that back. That was a, a joke. Bit. It was a joke. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. Even though I essentially just said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Grab alive. Hello. Hey, as always, you guys got a great show and you struck a chord. Oh, good. Thank you. Is it a G minor, you think? Hey, G7th? G minor 7th? Well, well, <laughs> well, way back, Court. Back in the 60s up in Detroit, I was mealy mouth to a, a fellow classmate, a girl. You know, a little overweight, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, didn't hit her or throw anything, but her dad, she got home, told her dad, they saw me in the neighborhood. He jumped out of the car. Mr. Panunzio, I'll never forget him. He grabbed me and held me while she took some lipstick and painted my face. Oh. But don't you know that left a lasting mark, man. I always remember that. I never talked mealy mouth to people. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm glad we could strike a chord with you. That guy got his face painted up by a girl. Right, yeah. That's awesome. Was he that, couldn't stop laughing about I, it. I, did I miss something? No, it okay. was great. He was. He, he just remembered when he got a taste of his own medicine okay. when an adult intervened. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that. I'll walk down memory lane. So from the Bone chat room, this is brilliant. I don't know why. Well, we didn't think about this because we're thinking in the moment. Don't attack the kid right then. Show some restraint and get your kid out of there. Don't report it. Then two or three weeks later, pay some fat kid a couple of junior bacon cheeseburgers to F that kid up. <laughs> Oh wow! Outsourcing. Okay, that That's is that do. is the way to do it. That is that absolutely really is the way how to everybody do it. always gets caught up. We just talked about that the other day when you try to find the hitman. Yeah. Remember Smullen? He tried to pay pay his hitman thirty five hundred dollars. Right. That's not going to keep any silence. No, you buy this kid off. Yeah. You buy. You find the the kid with the biggest boobs. Remember, there was always the fat kid yeah, who you yeah. always thought, man, if I had to masturbate to something, it'd probably be his boobs. I, I, had oh, I mean, probably if you'd think that if you were gross and sick in the head and they should commit you. Dude, Sears had lingerie. What's wrong with you? Yeah, the Sears catalog, there's only so many times you can look at it. And then Victoria's Secret. My mom's yeah. not getting that. <laughs> For God's <laughs> sake. So, uh, so, so, you know, you, so you, you, get, you get a kid like that and you go, hey, man, you like uh, Dairy Queen Blizzards? He's like, oh, I like Dairy Queen Blizzards. You go, uh, you like uh, at Culver's? Those uh, concrete mixers oh, hell yeah. that they got there? I'm your guy. Yeah, I, I like the I like the concrete mixer too. Well, how about I give you a free blizzard 
every week. And all you have to do is go sit on that kid right there, sit on his head until he can't breathe anymore. Do I have to touch your wee-wee, sir? You don't have to. <laughs> but if you could just stand over there and push them together for me, we'll get through this together. All right. There you go, mister. You, you conjure up whatever you want to in your mind right now, mister. I'm going to do the truffle shuffle for you. I don't know what that is because I've never seen the Goonies. <sighs> By the way, I didn't think your plan about running him over would uh, would actually be the one after I heard that last one. <laughs> that last one, I think, is the one. Well, I think what if you didn't run him over? But what if you just drove by him and you opened your door as you went by? Accidentally? Like, that would just be... I mean, well, yeah, sometimes you got to open your door and shut it again when you're driving. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those. Oh, it air things out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it wasn't shut all the way. <laughs> hey, we're not for kicking this kid's ass, but we've got a lot of other ways that we're going to torture him. <laughs> if you've got one, call now. We think an open-handed <laughs> slap to the face is unacceptable, but we've just laid out a number of more savory options. Uh, Drew Grubb Alive, who are you? Uh, my name's Derek. Hey, Derek, what's up? What, what's up, buddy? Hey, um, I just, just turned the radio on, just got in the car, but I heard you guys talking about kids bullying your daughter, your son. Um, and I had a very similar thing happen to me and I'm not sure what would have happened had it not gone the way that it, I kid, kid smacked my daughter's ass. She was uh, Can I say that her butt on the way home? Um, she called me crying. I pulled over, got over there, picked her up, saw him and his two buddies. Uh -oh. I pulled my truck in front of the three and I said, this is the deal. You're either going to talk to me or I'm going to find out where you live and I'm going to talk to your parents. So he stayed put him and his friends. I got out, went over. He apologized, told him, don't, don't talk to her. Don't look at her. Stay away from her at school. But had he been more aggressive or anything, I don't know what would have happened because she was, I mean, it was, it was, it was more than just that. He had been bullying her a lot. You know, right. so it's well, a tough situation. It is a tough situation. A few of us have found ourselves in that. So I, I have a couple of questions and, I, and I'm going to hopefully try to help you keep out of jail. Well, let's go. What if, and you know yourself better than anybody knows you, I hope. What if this right. kid, when you go to confront him, you pull in front and you go, hey, blah, 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 and he goes, F you, mister, and shoot you the bird. What are you going to do? I mean, I wouldn't have ran him over. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I, I know that part. You definitely uh, would have run him but over. But at the same time, I, yeah, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty level-headed, and my, my step, it's actually my stepdaughter, but she's my daughter, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, with, with seeing her in that, in that state, I wasn't, I wasn't in the right mind. You know, I, I wasn't there. So, so he wouldn't run him I over, but I think I he's saying, know. John, that he'd pay another kid a couple right, of junior bacon should, yeah. cheeseburgers to shiv the kid or, uh, you know, put a put a tuning I mean, fork in his neck. I, I might have what? yeah, maybe give both of his friends 50 bucks each and say, beat your friend's ass right here. There you go. <laughs> well, have I would, a great day. That would have been. I'd recommend you find an enemy. But, yeah, no, listen, I hope you don't find yourself in that situation again. And, and good job taking care of that young lady, sir. Thanks, bud. Thank you, man. Boy, if there's any little punks listening to the show right now, they they know that dads aren't afraid yeah. to throw some hands. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I know there are some high school kids who listen. I hope there are some middle school kids. I mean, I don't hope there are any middle school kids who listen. But if there are, just know, dads out here, we ain't taking no crap from you little youngsters. We got to talk to Grady next time and see how he feels about it. Like, oh, if, oh, he oh, supports come on. it. Grady oh, supports it. Grady Dude, Grady's on Team Dispose the Body, please. Yeah, he'd be he'd be like, well, what you need to do is bring him right here to the sheriff's yep. office, and I'll bitch slap that little boy myself. <laughs> Drew, they give you any problems down there in Hillsborough? I know they tend to be a little bit liberal down there. You bring him on down to Polk, and Grady and you go have a blanket party on these. I mean, he wouldn't really do that. What about a paintball gun, like a drive-by? You yeah. just pop him a couple times in the face. Yep. I, I hope you kids are listening. I hope you're out of school right now, and I hope you recognize that me and Seth are dads. Yeah. We're not strong, but we got good ideas. <laughs> Send a message out to you little youngins real quick. You bullying my son, you're going to catch these hands. 
Send this mess to the underage lands You little punk snotty nose punk never been spanked You can take this mess to the bank Put rocks on my son, I'll stab ya Do it one more time, I'll jab your friend in the face As I kick his ace in the hole with my soul Thank you, that's a message to all you little punk ass kids out there Keep your hands off other people we like to promote a positive message sometimes. You have to, but you also have to sometimes put the fear of God into young kids who don't know anybody. Boy, this crew of coyote killers we're trying to put together, maybe we can put together like uh, you know people that aren't going to take any crap if somebody bullies their kid. I think I, I think I like that. Could we be the vigilant dads? <laughs> we the vigilant dads, and we're here to say we're going to put it down in a violent way. If you bully my kid, you're going to pay the price. Cause this dad ain't really, really nice This dad can get bad, this dad can get mad Dad'll give you ass whipping you should've had Punk ass little bitches Keep your hands off my daughters and sons Orange Fabio, you got a little something for them little middle school punk ass bitches? Middle school kids, you just some noobs Gonna find a little kid with some big ass boobs Push them together, make me feel right to beat the gas all damn night I wish you forgot about my ill-time fetish Cause I got a little rhyme that's green like lettuce Catch this cabbage and catch these fists If you mess with my kid, you taking a risk Like that stupid-ass board game When I played it, you know I was bored lame Anybody who played Risk, you're gonna catch these hands too World domination, these nuts I can do that in a rap because that's it. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That doesn't count as a not keeping it clean in 2019. We'll use these uh, bullies as coyote bait. <sighs> that we killed idea. two birds with one stone. We got a coyote problem. We got a bullying problem. Yeah. We use the bullies to catch coyotes, and then they mangle them. I saw a video online the other day. I don't think it was local, but of a coyote that climbed a 10-foot fence. Oh, no. I mean, like you, yep. like nothing is, yep. nothing is going to keep us safe. No, you're right. They have to... They have to die. I hey, I hate to do this because we're really up against it, but hang on. We do want to cover this topic, but we got a ton more stuff to get to and John's joints, but I'm so far behind. In fact, it's just best to do a phone cleanse. Go ahead, everyone. Tell us your point of view in 30 seconds or less. Hell yeah, it's okay. It's absolutely okay. Keep going. Whoop the parents' ass. Okay, very good. Next. He's a dead Did you say he's a dead man? Is that what someone said? Okay, good. Next. Yeah. Next. Okay, good. One more. Well, I think if, if you I'm don't do it, it's not okay. Slap, well, more than one more. Did you hear that? People... Okay, I'm sorry. Go again. We didn't hear you. Go. If you don't beat that kid's ass, that's not okay. Thank you. Right. I think that's, that's really what we were waiting for and the perfect ending yes, to that. Sir. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you. And now my phones are broken. 727-579-1025. John, what are you firing up in those joints of yours? Oh, man. I got to tell you, there is something that I would venture to say 99% of people have inside their kitchen right now. And I got to tell you, it's letting off more pollution than a busy intersection. I'll tell you what it is next. Bullion cubes? If you're looking for a way to stretch your dollars, Italiano Insurance reminds you, it's not what you make. It's what you keep. Next time your agent calls you, which is going to be never, tell them, no thanks, I went to Italiano. I let them take a look at my insurance portfolio with a free annual insurance checkup. And guess what? They represent so many companies that they can find the best fit and the best price for you. Home, auto, business, boat, life. You could be saving yourself 
thousands of dollars. Make sure you're covered in case of uh, emergencies or when it comes to a pet. Like I learned this in touring the Italiano insurance office. Most people think that a dog bite is what you have to worry about the most. It's not. Most reports come from a leash incident where someone trips over it and then sues the homeowner. And if they didn't have the right kind of insurance, guess what happens? You lose a lot of money. Italianoinsurance.com will teach you more. You can get a free insurance checkup or call 813-877-7799. Italiano has been serving our community for over 55 years, and they have offices in Tampa and Boca Grande. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. 1025 The Bone is the home of the best talent in Tampa radio. Search it right here. That's how I know. Including the Mike Calter Show. Every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 1025 The Bone. Real Raw Radio. Now, another traffic update. Accident blocking the right lane northbound 275 at 54th Avenue North. And an earlier crash still blocking the right lane southbound 75 just before I-4, causing about a 20-minute delay. I'm Erica from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. What, what are you doing? What? what give it, what? I've done both. Let me see. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'd like to rip them slow like this. And then sometimes I like to be aggressive like this. Ripping up contacts at Priscilla Kia. <laughs> There's a technique on every to new it. Kia. Yes. It's is my a, favorite is, thing. Is eligible yeah, for the I'm contract gonna, rip. Oh, I'm going to do another one. I love that sound. <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> Whoa. Unbelievable. Crazy, isn't it? That sound, <laughs> give it to me again one more time so I can. Ooh. Nice. That was a little one. I guarantee you a lot of people are going to like that sound when I go up to their desk and rip that contract up. So they don't have to pay. They get a free car. Woo-woo. Right? It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Nothing's more fun. Folks, not, I, for Silo Kia, whether you're in Wesley Chapel, whether you're in the Northport area, whether you're down there in, Cape, uh, in, in Naples, come and see me. It's all about being huge. Fusillo Kia reserves the right to randomly rip up the contract of any customer buying or leasing a new Kia. Customer will have use of the Kia model specified in the contract. Offer expires February 28, 2019. See dealership for complete details. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to manufacture and install your windows. Every single New South Window is custom manufactured just for your home. Now you can buy two windows and get the third absolutely free. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com or call for your factory direct pricing. I'm Captain Obvious, hey. and Hotels.com rewards me basically hey. everywhere I stay. Hey! So why am I outside my beachfront hey. suite, aimlessly leading a 40-guest conga through the streets of Myrtle Beach? Hey! Because Hotels.com hey. lets me do me! Hey! And because once you start hey. a conga, apparently it's impossible hey. to stop. Hey! <laughs> I have no idea where hey. I'm leading these people! Hey! Hotels.com. You do you, and get rewarded. Here's what Fence Outlet customers have to say about their experience. Now that the kids are getting older, we needed to get a fence installed because we don't want them wandering into the lake in our backyard, and we most certainly did not want the alligators crawling into our backyard either. So once we called, they came and they surveyed our yard, they showed us what the options were, and within a couple of weeks, they installed the fence and we were good to go. I'm glad we picked Fence Outlet. They did a really good job. See for yourself. Go to FenceOutletOnline.com. That's FenceOutletOnline.com. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number six, only settle when it's the right decision. We try cases all the time, but the truth is, most cases settle. With our lawyers on your side, the insurance company knows if they don't make a fair offer, then we will see them in court. Our experience will assist you in deciding whether to accept an offer or go to trial, and our advice will help you make the right decision. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Tampa and throughout Florida. 
Do you have a used vehicle for sale? LKQ Pick Your Part is always buying used cars and trucks. Any condition. LKQ Pick Your Part wants your vehicle. We are constantly updating our inventory and will buy your used car, truck, van, or SUV. We handle the paperwork and you get paid. It's that easy. Call today. 1-800-962-2277. That's 1-800-962-2277. Not running? LKQ Pick Your Part will have your vehicle towed for you. Log on to our website for a free quote or call 1-800-962-2277 today and get paid. Hi, I'm attorney Fran Hosh. Being involved in a car or motorcycle accident can be stressful. I've dedicated my career to helping accident victims and their loved ones. If you need an attorney you can trust, give me a call today at 866-LAW-FRAN. We will give you a free case evaluation. I won't charge you any fees unless you recover money. Give me a call today at 866-LAW-FRAN, 866-LAWFRAN, or visit me online at lawfran.com. Main office, Palm Harbor. Did you see that game last night? Ooh, instant classic. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.